0: praise the living God we thank God Almighty for another powerful day today is Resurrection Sunday the day that Christ was risen from the dead the day that we have dedicated to remember his resurrection power how he came to die and he was resurrected for you and I beloved Christ is risen Jesus Christ is risen from the dead he was dead but risen for you and I he came to die he came that he might give us life and give us more abundantly glory hallelujah today I want to talk about Christ is risen that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead shall we pray father we thank you this we give you glory We give adoration we pray that you take dominion you take charge you fill us mightily this day of your resurrection lord jesus let your greater power be demonstrated teach us your word let your word have impact upon our life we thank you we give you glory in jesus mighty name amen wow we'll take our first scripture from the book of matthew chapter 28 verse 1 to 6. matthew chapter 28 verse 1 to 6. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, Mm. came Mary Magdalene, the other Mary, to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven, and came and rolled back the stone from the door, Mm. and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his remains white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men Mm. and the angel answered and said unto the woman fear not ye for i know that ye seek jesus which was crucified he is not here for he is reading as he said come see the place where the lord lay amen amen perhaps early in the morning on sunday morning mary magdalene and other mary went to visit the tomb where christ was buried beloved they went early in the morning because when christ was on earth he told them that on the third day i will be raised. when on friday when he was buried saturday they did not go but sunday early in the morning they remembered what christ told them they said they went quickly to visit the tomb and lo and behold said, when they got there they met an angel who wrote out the stone down. Beloved, that stone did not allow Christ did not get out from that stone only. Because he can get out without the stone being rolled. But the stone was wrote for Mary, for these disciples, to go and verify that truly, truly, Christ is risen. But the angels told them that Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Beloved, Christ is risen for you and I. Christ is risen. Christ is no more dead. Christ has been taken from the grave. Christ has been redeemed. He's alive again. Hallelujah. Christ is alive for you and I. He's back to life. He died, but is risen again. He died but have come back to life. He died, but he's no more in the grave. He's risen for you and I. That we may have life and have it more abundantly. That we made it, and it will be great for us. That it will bring greater blessings upon our life. Christ came to die. And was resurrected. That you and I, we might have life and have it more abundantly. That life should go onward with us. We were in sin, walking in condemnation. Our life was in damnation, moving to destruction. But Jesus Christ came came to suffer for you and i came to pass through tribulation came to pass through pain came to pass through all kinds of things but today christ is risen. beloved when you go to other country when you come to our country ghana there's a very great place that they prepared for our first president who is Kwame Nkrumah the place has been prepared that his tomb that his body his dead body should be placed over there for remembrance If you go to Egypt, there's a place prepared for the dead people, the pharaohs who came to die, the kings of Egypt who came to rule over them, the prominent people. If you go to America, today, the USA, you see Abraham Lincoln and the great people who died, that their dead body had been kept there for many years just to remember them. India, for instance, a lot of countries, that have kept dead bodies, dead dead bones for it to be preserved for history for other kind of thing but lo and behold if you go to Egypt if you go to Egypt and you see other kind of things but if you go to Israel there is a tomb which is there for many years which have been opened down for many years that the dead body cannot be found that the dead bones cannot be seen that is the tomb of Jesus Christ showing that Christ is raising If you go to that place you not see bones for remembrance but you see an empty tomb just for remembrance showing that Christ is risen from the dead showing that Christ is no more in the grave that he is raising the angels told Mary Magdalene and all the other Mary that Jesus Christ is risen that Jesus Christ is living that Jesus Christ is alive that Jesus Christ is no more in the grave glory hallelujah in the book of first Corinthians chapter 15 17 to 20 beloved without resurrection without christ being resurrected back to life life become useless life become empty life become void so we have to die and must be resurrected the life might become meaningful to you the life might become profitable to you the life might become great the life might become useful unto you hallelujah Let's read it, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 17 to 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 17 to 20. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. It says, if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain. Ye but, are yet in your sin. Say, ye are yet in your sin. So Christ must be risen so that our faith will not be in vain. So that we will no longer be in our sin. That, that's what Christ is raising for us today. That we will be redeemed from our sin, that we will be delivered from our iniquities, that our sins will be washed away. So, we have to be raised from the dead, that we must have life, that we must have it more and more abundantly. Glory, hallelujah. say if Christ not be raised, our faith is in vain. Our faith must not be in vain. That's how Christ came, that He died, that on the third day, that is today, He must be raised. That life will be abundant, that life will be sufficient for us. Glory, hallelujah. Then they also, which are falling asleep in Christ, are perished. So, those who are falling in Christ are perished. So, Christ must go to the grave and must die. That those who are falling, that our forefathers, that Moses, that Elisha, that the great people who came to pass, that the great people who came to suffer. For us that they may be risen; that you and I we may be risen; that we may be out of death that we may be redeemed from the death that the, the devil came to drop upon our life that our life might live and have it more abundantly the devil came to kill us the devil came to destroy good things upon our life he came to take us to the grave he came to destroy things in our life but Christ came that he might die and be risen. That we might come back to life, that there will be life for month more abundantly. Please take that same place again. Then they also, which are falling asleep the, the, the in Christ, have are are perished. Christ Christ perished. God does not want you to perish. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish. So Christ came to die and He was raised, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish. God does not want you to perish he didn't want your life to be destroyed that's why he came to redeem you that's why he came to take you from the grave That's why he came to take you from damnation that you will not perish that your life will not be condemned that your life will not be destroyed hallelujah amen if in this life only we have hope in christ we are all of men most miserable say if please take it again if in this life, if in this life, only we have hope, only we have hope in Christ in Christ we are all of men. we are all of men, most miserable, most miserable. Christ came to take you from your miserable life. our life was more miserable. our life was being damnation, we we're miserable, just walking about without any future, without any hope. So Christ came that He will save us from a miserable life. That he will redeem us. That we will not be miserable in life. He didn't want us to be miserable. That's why he was raised from the dead. So he came to take your miserable life unto himself. And buried your miserable life. And came back to our life. With a good life for you. He came. Carried our miserable life. Carried our faithless life to the grave. And brought faith. And brought profit unto us. And brought good things upon our life. Hallelujah. Christ is indeed. The God of all things, He's the one who can save you. so by resurrection, beloved, by resurrection, Christ have the door, the keys to every door. He have came the key that greater doors will be opened unto you. He came to die, went to the grave, took the power of death from the enemy, took that key, and the enemy was using to destroy life. He went and took that key. God, our fathers gave that key to satan so christ must go to the grave and take that key he must die and take that key he must be in our place and die and face the penalty that we must face that that key will be taken for you and i in the book of revelation chapter 1 verse 18 but say behold he holds the key christ holds the key to everything beloved he holds the key he holds the key to your salvation He holds the key to your greatness. He holds the key to your promotion. He holds the keys to every door that you can think of. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. I am he that liveth. Say, yeah, is he that he he liveth? And was dead. Say, he was dead. And behold. And behold. I am alive forevermore. He says, he's alive forevermore. He was the one that was dead. And now he's alive christ was dead but now he's alive go to three verse seven he was alive he was dead but now he's alive he's alive for you and i he's alive for our goodness he's alive for our success he's alive he's alive he's alive that we must be redeemed He's alive that he must tend to his alive you see he was the one who was dead but now he's alive let's continue with revelation 1:18. there's something there amen amen and have the keys of hell and of death He have the key of hell and of death beloved christ was risen and now he's having the key he's having the authority of hell and of heaven of good and of bad so he can open every door that you need with door that do you need to be opened unto you with door do you want to enter christ have the key. christ have the door he have the key to the door that can open every door for you can change your life you see he was the one who was dead but now he's alive beloved christ is alive he saw it now he lived he who was dead christ lives. christ is no more in the grave christ is not like man when he died that is the end but when he died there was a resurrection the angel said christ i know whom thou seekest he said jesus christ he said, behold he is alive he is risen beloved christ is raising for you and i christ is alive christ is alive holding on to the key of your greatness holding onto to your king of your great success in life hallelujah revelation chapter three verse seven revelation chapter three verse seven mm. and to the angel of the church in philadelphia writes, mm-hmm. these things said he that is holy mm. he that is true that he is that true. had the key of david he that is true he have the key of David. He have the key of David. He does open it. He does open it. And no man shut it. So no man can shut. And shut it. And shut no it. And no man opened it. And no man opened it. But when Christ died, in the day that He died, the grave were open. Every grave were open. He hold the key. He brought out the dead back to life. He hold the key to bring Peter back But when he shut, nobody can open. And when he open, nobody can close. Beloved, there is a great key in Jesus Christ because he is risen. His resurrection power has brought a very great key upon our life. And Christ did not only die just to wash away our sin. He did not die just to cleanse you from your sin. But he died that he might give you an inheritance. A great inheritance in life. He brought a very mighty inheritance for you. He died that he would give you an inheritance. A mighty inheritance. That your life will be turned around. There's an inheritance in Christ Jesus. There's an inheritance in Jesus Christ that He has destined for you and I. That after His death and His resurrection, that that inheritance must be bestowed upon your life. That that inheritance must be given to His children. That that inheritance that must be released upon our life. Hallelujah. In the book of Acts, chapter 26, verse 18. Acts twenty six verse eighteen. Acts chapter twenty six verse eighteen. Uh-huh. To open their eyes. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. To turn them from darkness to light. And from the power. And from the power of Satan unto God. Of Satan unto God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins. That they may receive forgiveness of sin. An inheritance among them which are sanctified. An inheritance among them that are sanctified. Said by the, the faith that is in me. By the faith that is in me. That they, their sins will be forgiven. And also that they might receive an inheritance. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ came to die that you might receive an inheritance. After your sins have been forgiven, there is an inheritance for you. There is an inheritance that you must receive in Christ Jesus. He brought that inheritance for you and I, that we must live in that inheritance, that we must live in that inheritance, that that inheritance might be given unto us, that that inheritance, we must walk in that inheritance. Hallelujah. Everywhere you are, Christ is raising, there must be an inheritance for you. There's a great inheritance in Christ Jesus. He brought inheritance for you and I. He brought inheritance. That we must possess those great inheritance, that we must walk in that inheritance. Hallelujah! Colossians chapter one verse twelve. So to talk about the inheritance that Christ brought inheritance to his children, beloved, everywhere you are, there's an inheritance for you because Christ is risen. There's an inheritance what belonged to us which was stolen by the devil into the grave christ went deep into the hell and brought all those inheritance that satan stole from us that satan robbed from us that those inheritance must be given unto us colossians chapter 1 verse 12 and i read giving thanks unto the father so giving thanks unto the father hallelujah which had made me meet to be back, partakers of the inheritance. they are making us to be partakers of the inheritance. Of the saints in light. Of the saints in light. Christ was then and was risen, that He has brought you to be part of this inheritance. Especially Gentiles were far off, were not part of this inheritance, but Christ came to die. He was crucified on the cross. That we might be part of this great inheritance. That this inheritance must be given to us. That we might come back to life. That we might walk in that glory. That we might walk in that divine possession. Hallelujah. I want to talk about seven inheritance from the resurrection. Christ brought certain inheritance from his resurrection. I want to talk about seven. There are more. But I want to talk about these great seven things that Christ brought unto us. That Christ came to give unto us. Revelation chapter 5 verse 11 to 12 we talk about Christ's inheritance that he brought unto us the great and mighty inheritance that Christ came to give to us, wow, hallelujah and you'll be blessed by this inheritance, wow the powerful inheritance that Christ brought upon us, that Christ came to give us, hallelujah mm-hmm. Revelation 5, 11 to 12 Revelation chapter 5 verse 11 to 12 and I beheld See, and I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels and I heard the voice of many angels run about the throne run about the throne and hallelujah the beast, Beasts. and the beast and the elders and the elders and the number of them and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 were 10,000 times 10,000 10, and thousands of thousands and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice do saying with a loud voice what is the lamb what is the lamb that was slain that was slain to receive power to receive power and riches he said what is the lamb that is the first inheritance to receive what power hallelujah and riches riches and wisdom wisdom and strength strength and honor and honor and glory and glory and blessing and blessing hallelujah these are the strong seven inheritance that christ brought unto us they are going to take them one by one he said, he brought what power hallelujah mm-hmm. christ wants you to live in power satan came to steal our power from us he took our power he robbed us from our authority he robbed us from what is supposed to be ours that power that God gave to us was taken from us so christ must die and he must be resurrected with what greater power unto us in the book of act 1 verse 8 so he, he shall receive power after the Holy Spirit have come upon you. So we shall receive power. Christ brought power unto us. So the first inheritance was power. That Christ brought power unto us. So we shall receive power. We will live in power. We will walk in power. We will walk in greatness. you so shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon us. After that, the Spirit of God has come upon us. Hallelujah! Say we shall receive power. There's power in Christ Jesus that He brought unto us, everywhere you are, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. May we receive power to overcome the devil. May you receive power to do greater works. May you receive power to do healings. May you receive power to do signs and miracles. To receive to do greater works on earth here. God, Christ brought power as an inheritance unto us in the book of. John chapter 1 verse 12. John chapter 1 verse 12. Uh-huh. But as many as receive him. See, as many as receive him. To them gave the, he power to become the sons See, of to God. To them give he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. To them that believe unto his name. Christ brought power unto us. He brought us power. He gave us power. He gave us what? The dunamis. Dunamis with the power of God. Christ brought that power. Christ gave us that power. He gave us the power to do greater ways. He gave us the power to do mighty ways. He gave us power to do the supernatural. He gave us power. He charged us with his power to heal the sick. Are you? Do you know anybody who is sick? Receive the power to heal the person. Are you sick in your body? Receive the power to command that sickness to be out of your body. Because Christ brought power unto you in the book of Luke chapter 12 verse 19 Luke chapter 12 verse 19 and I will say to my soul say I will say to my soul so so thou hast much goose laid up for many years mm. take thy ease eat drink and be merry amen amen say take eat, and make merry hallelujah Christ has given him the power to do greater works. This was a man in Luke 12, verse 19. He taught earthly things could grant him mighty power. He taught greater things would grant him mighty things. Beloved, but that could not help him. But that could not deliver him from anything. He thought food could grant him the power to make greater things on earth here. But it was all in vain. But there is power in Christ Jesus that Christ brought unto us. That we must live in that power, that we must walk in that power to do greater works, to do greater man, to do greater things on earth. Here. This man ended up dying because his power was earthly. But Christ has given us the power that we must live and live and live and live, that we must command battles against our life, that we must change things within our life. The second thing was riches. The second inheritance that Christ brought to us is riches christ brought riches unto us he came that we must have riches that we must live in abundant riches christ doesn't want you to be poor christ i don't want you to be working in what poverty he came to destroy the power of poverty that you must live rich that you must have riches that you must live in greater things that you must live in greater blessings that you must live in what greater promotion he want you to be blessed okay, silver and gold is mine says the law silver and gold is jesus christ silver and gold belong to god he wants to give you that silver and gold that's why he came to die that you must live in riches abundant of riches supernatural riches great riches mighty riches that your life will not work in poverty that your life will not be scarce hallelujah in the name of Jesus, I've said, in the book of Revelation chapter twenty-two verse seven. Proverbs twenty-two verse seven. Sorry. Proverbs twenty-two seven. Proverbs chapter twenty-two verse seven. Mm-hmm. The rich ruleth over the poor. It said the rich over the poor. And the borrower. And the borrower is servant to the lender. Is servant to the lender. God doesn't want you to be a servant any longer that's why he came that he might bring riches unto you that you no longer serve that you no longer be a servant to your enemy that you no longer be a servant to anybody he brought riches he wanted to rule he wanted to take dominion he wanted to take charge over your life he wants your life should be what to be great and mighty he wanted to walk in that great success. he wanted to walk in that great inheritance so he brought greater success unto us he brought greater riches, that we might become rich, that our life will be full of riches, that our life will be full of blessing, that our life will be full of mighty things, that money will not, will not lack any money in life. He said the rich rule over the poor. They have been rude for many years, but Christ is raising that he might take that poverty out of your life, that you will not be rude. By anybody that you have dominion on earth. Here in the book of Second Corinthians, chapter eight, verse nine, the Bible says, "For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ." He said, "We know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ." That. That. Though he was rich, said, "Though he was rich, yet for your sake." He "Yet for your sake, he became poor." He became poor. That ye through his poverty. That ye through his poverty might be rich. Might be rich. But he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. He came to take your, away your poverty and gave you his riches. Hallelujah. Christ brought his riches unto us. He brought greater riches. He came to give us mighty riches, that we might be rich, that we must walk in greater riches, that we must walk in greater inheritance, that our life will be full of riches. Hallelujah. God wants you to be rich. That's why he came to die. That's why he was risen. He came he took away your poverty on himself and took and buried that poverty and came alive with riches and brought that riches unto you and brought that greatness unto you deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. Uh-huh. but thou shalt remember the lord thy god you see that i remember the lord thy god for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth it is he that giveth you power to make wealth christ is the one who gives you power to make wealth that he may establish his covenant. That he may establish his covenant. Which he swore unto thy fathers. That he is sworn unto thy fathers. As it is this day. As I say this way: God wants you to walk in greater power of riches. He do not want you to be poor. That's why he came to die. That's why he was raising. That you might have abundance of riches. That you must have abundance of great things on earth here. Hallelujah. We want to talk about the 13, which is wisdom. Christ brought wisdom unto us. Hallelujah. He came to give us mighty wisdom. He brought supernatural wisdom upon our life. But if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask the Father of glory that he might give us. Beloved, do you lack wisdom? Are you a student? Do you want to make it in life? Do you want to go to the top in life? You need Jesus, He is the giver of all wisdom. He brought an inheritance called wisdom that you might be wise, that you might not be foolish, that wisdom may be given unto you, that wisdom may be released upon your life. Christ brought the wisdom. He came to give us wisdom. When Christ was on earth here, he was a man of wisdom. In the book of Mark, chapter 6, verse 2, they say, What type of man is it that such mighty words were from this wisdom? They were surprised, Where from this mighty wisdom. Christ brought mighty wisdom unto us. He came to give that wisdom unto us. That we must walk in that wisdom. That we must live in that wisdom. Yes, that we must live in that powerful wisdom. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16. Christ wanted to live in wisdom. He brought you wisdom on earth here. This wisdom in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16. For who hath known the mind of the Lord? So who have known the mind of the Lord? That he may instruct him. That he might instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. So we have the mind of Christ. We have the wisdom of Jesus Christ. He gave that inheritance to us that we might have his mind. That we might live like him. He was a man of wisdom. He was a man full of understanding, full of mysteries. Anytime he speak people were surprised of his wisdom. Christ brought that wisdom unto us. I pray that wisdom will release upon your life. That you'll be a man of wisdom. A woman of wisdom. That when you speak, it will be full of wisdom. But I say, Solomon was a man of wisdom. That people came from far, People traveled from long distance just to hear his wisdom. 1 Kings chapter 4, 29. 1 Kings 4, 29. But I say, he's a man of wisdom solomon wisdom said so he asked got god gave him wisdom one day god appears to say what do you want he said, i want wisdom to rule and christ gave him wisdom and solomon never begged because he was a man of wisdom wisdom brought him far wisdom took him far wisdom brought a lot of inheritance unto him first kings 4 29 to first kings chapter 4 verse 29 and God gave Solomon wisdom. So God gave Solomon wisdom. And understanding a much. match. And understanding a much. match. And largeness of heart. And enlargement of heart. 234. Read up to 234. Even 34. as the sun that is on the seashore. Mm-hmm. And Solomon's wisdom ex- excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east. Solomon's wisdom excelled. More than all the children of Egypt. May your wisdom excel in Jesus' name. And all the wisdom of Egypt. And all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men. Was wiser than all men. May you be wiser than everybody. May God grant you supernatural wisdom than any other person. May you be wise in all your understanding. Hallelujah. Than than Ethan the Ezraite. Mm. And Haman. And Chalco. And Dada. The sons of Maho. These were great people, full of wisdom. But when the wisdom of God entered into Solomon, he became white than all of them. Wisdom inheritance is in Christ Jesus. May God grant us that wisdom, that we might walk in that mighty wisdom, that we might live a life of supernatural. And his fame was in all nations round about. And his fame was in all nations round about. May and your fame go far. May you go far by your wisdom. May God grant you wisdom that will take you far. Where your fathers could not reach, may you reach there by your wisdom. May God impart mighty wisdom unto you that you go far in life, that you not be lack any good thing. May you be full of wisdom, supernatural wisdom, heavenly wisdom, spiritual wisdom from above in Jesus' name. And he spoke 3,000 proverbs. And he spoke 3,000 proverbs. And his songs were a thousand and five. And his song were a thousand and five. This was the wisdom of Solomon, full of wisdom, that people have to travel from far. The Queen of Sheba must move from a far distance just to come and listen to him. May people move far and come and listen to you. May people travel just because of you. May your wisdom save nations. May your wisdom save millions of people. In Jesus' name. The other thing I want to talk about is strength. The fourth inheritance that christ came to give us a strength god wants us to walk in strength he wants us to live in divine strength he wants us to be strengthened with him he wants us to be in divine strength he gave us a strength as weak as we are he brought strength unto us that we might not be weak that our life will not walk in weakness that our life will not be limited that will not be timid in life i said be strong in the lord Hallelujah. God wants you to be strong. He wants you to live in mighty strength. He wants you to live in what? Greater strength in life. There is strength in Christ Jesus. In the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 11, the Bible says Colossians, chapter 1, verse 11 Strengthen with all might. Strengthen with all might. According to his glorious power. According to his glorious power. Unto all patience. Unto all patience. And long suffering. And long suffering. With joyfulness. See, with joyfulness. Say strength with what? All power. With all his power. Who's his? With the power of Jesus Christ. He wants you to be strength in all power. You have to live in divine strength. That is the inheritance that God gave to us. All you have to do is to wait upon him. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength like eagle. As in chapter 40, verse 31. So there's a month of like eagle. They shall run. They shall walk. They shall do all kinds of things. They shall not fear. They shall not be weary. Christ wants you to walk in that divine strength. He wants you to have divine power, strength within you. He wants you to be strengthened within yourself. He wants you to walk in mighty power, strength that nobody can push you, that nobody, devil can defeat you. They're strong. He wants you to be strong. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. God wants you to be strong. He brought divine strength unto you. He brought divine power strength that we really might be strong in all things. You have to, all you have to do is wait upon the Lord. During this pandemic, this is a time that you have to wait mightily upon Him. Stay focused. No distance can prevent you from reaching God. No matter how far you are, you can still reach God. All you have to do is wait upon Him for Him to strengthen you. Let's read the book of Isaiah chapter forty verse thirty-one. Isaiah chapter forty verse thirty-one. Mm. But they that wait upon the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. As eagles. They shall run. See, they shall run and not be weary. And not be weary. They shall walk. They shall walk and not faint. And not faint. Hallelujah. So, said, walk and not faint. He shall run and not be weary. Are you weary, Eli? May God strengthen you. May God empower you everywhere you are. May God grant you mighty strength, divine strength from above. In Jesus' name. The fifth is honor. He wants you to walk in greater honor. God wants to honor you. God wants you to have a mighty honor upon your life. He do not want you to be in shame. He doesn't want you to walk in disgrace. He wants to honor you. He wants greater respect to be upon you. He brought respect upon you. He wants you to walk in that mighty honor in life. Everywhere you go, God wants you to be honored. He wants people to grant you their respect. He wants you to be respected on earth here. He don't want you to be cast, to be a castaway. That people will see you and will not see any good things in you. He wants to honor you. That people will salute you. That even the devil will bow. That when anybody see you, he might grant you the maximum respect. That he might grant you what greater things. That he might respect you in life. God wants our life to be respected. God wants us to reign. He wants you to reign on life. Here in the book of Revelation, chapter five, verse ten. Revelation chapter five, verse ten. And has made us unto our God, kings and priests. He have made us unto our God, kings and priests. And we shall reign on the earth. Say so we shall reign on the earth. God wants you to reign on the earth. He wants you to be honored. He wants you to be kings and priests on his earth, on the earth. Here, He wants greater honor should be given unto you. He wants greater honor should be released upon your life. God wants to work in great honor. So Christ brought honor as an inheritance to us, that our life will be full of honor. Hallelujah. The sixth thing that Christ brought is glory. Hallelujah. He brought excellence. Glory is excellent. Beauty within. God wants you to be beautiful. He wants you to walk in excellency. He, want to, he doesn't want you to bow your, down your head in shame. And when you are walking, you can walk boldly. You can walk confidently because there's a glory. Bible says in Isaiah, he said arise and shine for the glory of the Lord is raising upon you. He wants you to shine. He wants you to walk in mighty glory. He wants your life to be beautiful. He wants your life to be unique. He wants your life to be turned around. He wants your life to be supernatural. He wants your life to be beautiful. He wants greater things to be released upon your life. Christ brought that divine excellence upon your life. He said, He wants you to shine in life. He wants you to Make it great in life. He wants you to be beautiful in life. Isaiah chapter 60, verse one. Isaiah chapter 60, verse one. Arise, Jerusalem. Say, arise, Jerusalem. Let your light shine. Let your light shine for all to see. For all to see for the glory of the Lord. Ah, hallelujah! I say, for the glory of the Lord. Rises to shine on you. Rises to shine on you. christ brought the great glory to rise and shine on you. Say, arise and shine. He wants you to shine. He do not want you to walk in darkness. He do not want you to be in shame. He do not want you to walk in scarcity. He wants you to arise and shine in life. God wants you to shine. Say, I will shine. Of course, I'm walking in glory. Oh, man, the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. The glory, the glory, the glory of the Lord. Candace is raising. Hallelujah are shining hallelujah anytime you wake up on the morning see the glory of the lord is raising up on me i am a shining light i am a shining light i am shining i'm beautiful i'm excellent if you're writing it i'm that my examination result will to be excellent i will come out to be beautiful callous oh hallelujah god wants to rise and shine in second peter chapter 1 verse 3 bible talk of Second Peter chapter one verse three. According as His divine power had given unto us, second according His divine power has been given unto us, all things that pertain unto life, all things that pertain unto life, and godliness, and godliness through the knowledge of Him, through the knowledge of Him that had called us to glory and virtue, that have called us to glory and what virtue, He have called us what glory and virtue. God wants us to be what mighty glory. He wants us to be what in Mighty glory and you. It wants take to change in our life. It wants greater blessing. Should be released. Hallelujah. In the book of first, Philippians chapter 1, verse 11, Beloved, there's a the glory in Christ Jesus. Ha Mighty glory. Supernatural glory. Ha can tell you, sir. God wants you to live in that mighty glory. Hey Kabbado, there's glory, there's excellence, there's beauty in Christ Jesus. Oh, Cartoon Didi. Philippians 1, verse 11. Philippians chapter 1, verse 11. Mm. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Being filled with the fruit of righteousness. Which are by Jesus Christ. Which are by Jesus Christ. Unto the glory. Unto the glory. And ah, praise of God. And praise of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we thank God Almighty. I want to talk about the seventh thing that, that God brought as inheritance to us. The last one is blessing. God wants you to walk in blessing. He wants you to live in a supernatural blessing. He wants you to have blessing upon your life, Galatians. He wants you to live in what? Mighty blessing. There's blessing in Christ Jesus. There's blessing in our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Mighty blessing, mighty blessing that Christ brought unto us. He took away our curse or put us blessing his curse. If you're not blessed, you are cursed. If we read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, it talks of two things: blessing and curse. If you don't walk in blessing, you were walking in curse. So Christ came, to, that he took all the curse and brought out blessing. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14, Bible talks about everyone who died on the talk about how Christ came to die on the cross, that he became curse for us, that he took away our curse, that we might be blessed our life will be turned around. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law. He said, Christ have redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. Being made a curse for us. Beloved, we were walking in curse. But Christ has redeemed us from that curse of the law. He came to carry our curse on himself. He came to make an atonement for our curse. He came to carry all those curses from us. He was made curse for you and I. For it is written. So for it is written. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Christ was hung on the tree that we might become that what He would take away our curse from us. That we will be full of blessing. That our life will turn around. That things will be good for us, that we can walk in blessing. He took away all the cares from our life. Hallelujah. That the blessing of Abraham might come. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus. On the Christ. Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That Christ. we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That we must receive the promise of the faith through faith. That the blessing, that the blessing, that the blessing might come upon the Gentiles. Beloved, we're not qualified as Gentiles, we're disqualified. But Christ came to die. He brought in blessing. He brought qualification to us that things will work for our good, that life will turn around, that things will work through for us. Hallelujah! This is the blessing of the Lord. But the blessing of the Lord make one rich and he add no sorrow. Beloved, Christ came to make you blessed. That sorrow will not be added to it for you. He brought mighty blessing. He brought mighty blessing. Oh, hallelujah. May you walk in blessing. May the blessing of the Lord be released upon your life. May God grant you greater and mighty blessing. Isaiah, may God bring blessing upon you. May God turn your life around for good. May God make all things possible. May God make all things unique for you. May God bring all things close to your doorstep. Blessing that nobody can change. When God bless you, nobody can change it. When God bless you, nobody can turn it around. When God bless you, nobody can turn it around. Hallelujah. In the book of Isaiah chapter 65, verse 8. Isaiah chapter 65, verse 8. That's said the Lord. Mm. As the new wine is found in the cluster. So as a new one is found in the cluster. And one says, And one says, Destroy it not. It said destroy it not. For a blessing is in it. For a blessing is in it. So will I do for my servant's sake. So, so will I do for my servant's sake. Because that- that I may not destroy them all. That I may not destroy them all. Because of the blessing of the Lord upon your life, no devil can destroy you. There's no way you can be destroyed. But he will do it for you, that he will not destroy it. Your life will not be destroyed. Your life will not be condemned. Your life will not be destroyed. A time came that the, uh, a king told that to catch the people of Israelites. I said, The more they curse you, the more they are blessed. So will it be your story that the more they curse you, the more you are blessed. The more they pronounce judgment upon your life, the more blessings flow in. You will never be destroyed. Your life will not be condemned in the name of Jesus. These are the seven great inheritance that Christ brought unto us. And to conclude with, it, I want to talk about, to walk in this inheritance, three things that you have to do to walk in this great inheritance. The first of all, accept Jesus Christ as a Lord and personal Savior. When you accept him as a Lord and personal Savior, this inheritance comes upon your life. This inheritance becomes yours in the name of Jesus. The second thing is, believe in them. Believe that we have power. Believe that there's riches. Believe that there's wisdom. Believe that there's strength. Believe that there's honor. Believe that there's glory. And believe that there's blessing abundance that Christ has destined for you. Hallelujah. Just believe them. Just believe that Christ has brought all this in for you. And the third one is receive it by force. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 11, verse 11 to 12. You have to believe it and receive it by force. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter eleven, verse eleven to twelve. Verily I say unto you. so Verily I say unto you. Among them that are born of women. Among that are born of women. There hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. There not risen greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding. Notwithstanding. He that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. He that is least in the kingdom is greater than he. Hallelujah. And from the days of John the Baptist. And from the days of John the Baptist. Until now. Until now. The kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. Suffered violence. Suffereth violence. And the violence take it by force. And violence take it by force. But like we have to claim it by force. Even if the enemy is stopping you. Take it by force. Even the, when they bring oppression upon your life. Take it, take it by force. Take it by force. Take it by force. Receive it by force. Don't allow the devil to receive you christ is risen for you and i god bless you for listening god bless you and increase you may god bless you may god increase you may god bring great inheritance upon you may his resurrection change your life in the name of jesus christ we pray amen hallelujah thank god it is your brother brother richard olympio you can follow me on facebook at richard olympio ministry or richard olympio everywhere you are may god bless you may god increase you make sure you share this message to everybody to hear that christ is risen. god bless you in jesus name amen